1: Good
0: morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And as you know, a lot of our programs focus on kind of the hard skills, how to do social media, how to brand yourself, marketing, all those various things. But until we're right inside, none of those other things matter. And so we've been having more and more programs where I have been talking to people about Things that we can make changes with to ourselves that will help us in our personal lives and in our professional lives. And so I am just absolutely thrilled today to be speaking with our guest because it's a subject I know zero about. And, you know, that's, <clears throat> let's be honest, folks, it's really uncommon when I don't know anything, but that's why this is going to be so much fun. So please join me in welcoming Angela Ockletree to our program today. Welcome, Angela. Thank you so much, Deb. I'm excited to be here. Well, and of course, we just really piqued everybody's interest because they're thinking, what on earth does Deb have zero knowledge about? And so here, I'm going to tell people just a little bit about you. So Angela Ockletree is a nationally certified hypnotherapist, life coach, sports performance coach, emotional intelligence therapist. All roads lead to Angela to what she calls the right path, doing what she loves, helping people change their lives and find their right path using the power of their own subconscious mind. She became interested in hypnosis in 2004, beginning as a loyal client and later as a student, an advocate, and now a full-time hypnotherapy practitioner in her sixth year. Angela's national certification is through the National Guild of Hypnotists, the largest and oldest national hypnotherapy association. Her continuing education includes neuro-linguistic programming, which we all know as NLP, specialty certifications in emotional intelligence, education, learn program, corporate growth, weight loss, smoking cessation, moving through illness, including grief and caregiver support, sports performance, golf specialist, and she is now working on an additional pain management certification. Well, I know Angela because we work together here um, in Atlanta on the Marietta Business Association. Absolutely delightful person, extremely professional. And I've always gone, but you're a hypnotist? (laughs) And, and, And I'll be honest, I have the Hollywood view of hypnotism, right? And I'm sure you hear this every time a new patient comes to you. We either think that you're going to make us cluck like a chicken, bark like a dog, or kill somebody right? That's how Hollywood has portrayed hypnotism. You know, but we, we all know it's successful for, say, weight loss, smoking cessation. You know, many years ago when I worked for the American Cancer Society, that was just one of the things that we automatically referred people to. So clearly it has foundations in good, solid practice, good science, all those various things. But tell us again a little bit more about why this is what you decided was your right path.
1: You know, it's interesting because I have a, a, a varied back business background. I've done a lot of different things, mm-hmm. uh, from lighting, energy management, uh, where I actually uh, in, uh, designed and had installed in a GE, GE's headquarters in Connecticut an energy management system in their in their lighting that saved them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, I have a very uh, pretty strong background in uh, number crunching, engineering ideas, that sort of thing, and I'm also very creative. I've got a very balanced mm-hmm. mind. Uh, I've also done sculpting, I've done uh, facility design. I've done a bunch of different things in my life and and uh in a transition between different jobs when one went away during the two thousand and eight downturn, uh, I had already been a client of a hypnotist mm-hmm. and she really helped me change my life Now, I did not believe in hypnosis when I went to her. I absolutely right. did not think I could be hypnotized. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bunch of hooey, uh, but it was a last resort for a personal situation in my life.
2: Mm-hmm. I had
1: been married to a really bad guy when I was quite young, and, uh, and I mean quite young. I think I was 21 when I got married and mm-hmm. 23 when I got divorced, mm-hmm. and I went through two years of talk therapy, thought everything was fine, but 20-some years later, I was mm-hmm. still single, and uh, so I finally went to a hypnotist because I thought, you know what? it's got to be me. Something's wrong with me. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. It can't be
1: all the guys in the world. It's got to be me. Yeah. So when I went to this hypnotist, uh, basically what she we uncovered was that I had PTSD, very okay. deep level of belief system in my subconscious mind mm-hmm. that marriage was literally physically dangerous and that it could be deadly. So my own mind was protecting me from the right. one Wanted, mm-hmm. and so through hypnosis, we were able to resolve that. And now I've been with Steve for gosh twelve years, and we're mm-hmm. happier than ever. And uh, and it's really wonderful because I, I would still be single and floundering around. Mm-hmm. So when the transition time came, Laura suggested to me, which she had suggested n- numerous times, that I switch careers and learn to be a hypnotist. And so I I jumped on it and became one. And boy, I love it. I love helping people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and you have private practice. Um, you have a, a great new facility. So, you know, for people who are thinking, "Oh, you're just doing this off of the couch in your spare bedroom," no,
1: <laughs> you know, no, I'm not. When right, I my up in 2012, it's I, very professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I've moved a couple of times. First time I was inside of a doctor's office, and mm-hmm. she moved her office to Atlanta, so I moved mm-hmm. to a different building where I just rented one room, and they answered the phones for me and. Mm-hmm. Had no windows, and and I had
2: to oh. so, mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I had been planning in my mind to open um, kind of a wellness center anchored around what I do, and mm-hmm. so I found a great office I just moved into. It. It's at eighteen fifty five Piedmont Road uh, in Marietta. I'm mm-hmm. in one hundred mm-hmm. and three, uh, and it's right across from Sprayberry High School at the intersection of Piedmont Road and Sandy Plains. I ah. have in my office a massage therapist who also does Reiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, and aromatherapy, raindrop therapy. I have uh, another aromatherapy practitioner who does a raindrop therapy and also um, emotional release technique, which Mm -hmm. is kind of nice. It's a different one. We have a a reflexologist here. Uh, And so we have a really robust practice where, you know, you can come and work on yourself Mm -hmm. in a number of ways from the inside out.
0: Right. Well, you know, but I'm sure that there are still people who, who think, okay, this is a bunch of hooey and, you know, it's, it is all about your mind. And I don't know if it's that people are afraid or, you know, as you know, or like me, they just don't know enough about it. So, you know, then it's like, then I think, well, yeah, whatever. Um, but at the same point, it's very interesting to me, which is obviously why I asked you to be on the program because I think so many times we, we need to look at a variety of ways to solve issues, problems, whatever it is that we're having. Um, you know, say medical. Yeah, that, that might be a good example. For some people, taking an aspirin works. Their headache goes away. For somebody else, it doesn't. Um, you know, and, and so they might need chiropractor. They might need massage. They might need acupuncture. They might need something like hypnosis. I mean, all these various things. And I think more and more people are open to the fact that we have to have kind of an overall approach. You know, we might take that aspirin, but then we're also going to go and have a massage, you know, whatever it is. Because, you know, and maybe it's that we, we've seen that things aren't working. and And so we're open to the fact that, oh my gosh, we really do need to consider something else, something different, something to supplement.
1: Absolutely. And the nice thing about hypnosis is it's because we're working with the subconscious mind, which is 88% of your mind to begin with. It's mm-hmm. where all of your memories are. Uh, it's where all of your, your habit patterns. I mean, goodness, think about everything that you do automatically right. all day long from driving your car to wearing clothes to speaking the language you speak, mm-hmm. drinking the tea or the coffee you mm-hmm. have in the morning. I mean, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about other things, and our body is automatically handling everything else. Well, that's your subconscious mind. Right keeps your heartbeat going. It keeps keeps us functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the subconscious mind has all the habit patterns. We have our emotions uh, in our subconscious mind. And I'm sure we'll touch on emotions later, but they're automatic.
2: Mm-hmm. And they,
1: so they come from within, from that unconscious part of your mind. And then we also have our imagination there. So the creativity is on your conscious level thinking, but the imagination of your subconscious actually makes that creative thought become something. Right. Uh, a picture, an image, whatever it might be. So creativity is amazing from the conscious level, but that subconscious side of it that makes it real, it doesn't know the difference in real and imagined. Mm -hmm. And that's really big with what I do. I really emphasize that with people. And then I mentioned self-preservation earlier. Um, That is in your subconscious mind.
0: Right, The flight or flight, fight or
1: flight almost. That's Mm -hmm. part of it, Deb. But the other part is that uh, we have... We have memory, we have, and there's so much we could talk about, we could talk for hours, uh, but we have memory in our heart as well as in our brain. Mm -hmm. And there is a really, um, an event that happens that has a huge emotion attached to it. We have a a permanent record of that, and the belief systems begin to be developed over time, Mm Our subconscious mind actually protects the belief systems. Again, I shared my personal story, just a snippet of it, so that I could explain mm-hmm. that in that way. Um, you know, if I have a, an athlete who comes to me uh, who hurt their back playing golf, well, their body's protecting their back even though they're still fine. Right. You know, when they go to play golf, they might have a, a hitch in their giddy up, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They go to hit a ball or if, uh, if someone fell off a horse and got hurt, but yet they want to get back on that horse and they're already on the horse, but they can't do the jumps or they're, they're, they're not quite connecting with that horse the same as they did before because of fear. That's the self-preservation of the mind protecting you. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with a lot of gymnasts. I work with a lot of uh, people who do trampoline, jump, cheer, uh, all kinds of different sports. And when there's an injury, your subconscious mind, or even if you see somebody get injured. Right. Yeah. You think, "Ooh, I don't want that to happen to me. And, then, and sometimes it's not even the thought process, Deb. It's automatic. Our mirror mm-hmm. neurons don't know the difference in it happening to someone else and happening to us. Right. So with hypnosis, we're actually able to get to that larger part of your mind Um, and pretty much everyone can be hypnotized. But the really amazing thing that I find when I go to networking events, and when I tell people what I do, like with you, it's like, whoa, I get a lot of, are you hypnotizing me now? And I thought, right,
0: yeah, I know. Are you going to hypnotize me on the radio program? (laughs) Exactly.
1: exactly. And no, that's not the way it works. Uh, Everyone can be hypnotized. Anyone who's able to and willing to follow instruction can be mm-hmm. hypnotized. But you can't be hypnotized against your will because it's a consensual state. Right. And it it's really works great when you're ready to make changes. So I'm often the last resort for people. They mm-hmm. come to me because they've tried so many other things, just like me. I tried mm-hmm. two years of, of talk therapy every other week, and I thought I was fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Right. Was- and, and, the, and somewhere in there, you knew... Ugh,
1: something's not right. Right. And and it took a friend of mine telling me for two years, um, you go see my hypnotist friend. I'm like, I can't be hypnotized.
2: Yeah. I,
0: I have it. to be in control. Right. How many right. times do yeah, you hear that's that? Me. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's me. I have to be in control. Uh-huh. But the really cool thing is, is is the smarter the person, the more results they get from their hypnosis. Right, because
0: they they their mind goes, oh, this makes sense.
1: It does, and I have so many business people who come to me uh, because they're dealing with garbage, even from their childhood, that they mm-hmm. aren't really even aware is affecting them, but when they come and talk to me, I ask them questions about, well, tell me about growing up. Right. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. What about your parents? What and I ask them a lot of questions because I want to get a picture of where their programming came from. hmm so conscious level mind, we always think when we're awake that it's in charge. Right. But it's only 12% dad. Mm-hmm. So 12% means it can only think one thought at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our willpower. So mm-hmm. how, many, how many diets have people gone on and, and been unsuccessful the minute they stop thinking about the diet? hmm you know, so your conscious mind is, is the conscious level thinking. It's analytical. It's what we use to get through our day. It's, it's a requirement. It's like the touchscreen on your phone or, right. or, you know, it's the computer monitor. It's where we play with the programming we already have, but there's also the ability to use that part of your brain to work alongside your subconscious mind mm-hmm. to actually make it happen. Now, hypnosis is important. A lot of people think I'm putting them to sleep not.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to get a good nap out of this?
1: Well, you know, the nice thing is it's, it's not even relaxation, but it's very relaxing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when you go into a nice deep state of hypnosis, you know, a 30 minute session in hypnosis can be like having two or three hours of good solid sleep.
0: Right. Well, and I'm sure part of that is because normally your mind is going zingy, 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 zingy. And when you relax like that, you you relax. I mean, I'm I'm. I didn't explain that well, but you you are kind of taking that that mental break and allowing your thoughts to rest. Exactly. Well, let's talk about how that you. Know, we're getting like you said. We could talk about this forever, and I've got your list of of various things that that hypnosis can be used for. Let's talk about as business tools first, um, because I'm sure we'll talk about some other things like you know, like pain management. You know, I've mentioned to you, uh, and and because we know each other, um, you know, I am starting to have issues because I've had just too much general anesthesia, um, sure. you know, and, and all these various things. But let's let's talk about from a business perspective because that's one of the things where people are like, yeah, yeah, right. You know, I I could stop smoking, I could lose weight, but I've got this. So the the first one that really caught my attention is remembering names. I'm atrocious at that, which then I know. Plays into. I'm already assuming I'm not going to remember somebody's name, so it's kind of that self fulfilling prophecy. But you know, very rarely does somebody are they good at names. They you know they they might have developed the mnemonic tricks, all those various things. But how can hypnosis be used to to help people remember names?
1: It's really just changing your inner belief system. Okay. How many times did you hear growing up from your parents, oh, "I know that person, but I can't remember their name. I mm-hmm. just." Horrible with names. Right. Or, like get, I said, I just automatically go, I'm not going to remember your name. Well, that's, I know, but I'm just saying we get that programming. I don't think even a little more background. When we are born, uh, you know, we, hypnosis is, we'll, we can get into the science of the brain waves and mm-hmm. all that good stuff, but we, when our, our wake state, when we're alert, our brain waves are in beta. Mm-hmm. When we relax just a little bit, they go into alpha. Mm-hmm. And in alpha, we have access to the subconscious mind. Well, when you're a kid, from zero to seven, your brain is in theta, which is a very low vibration. And really, it's just the kid is being imprinted. Basically, okay. the programming, just like if you got a computer that had no operating system whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, or bas- the basic operating system, like with kids, you know, they, they know they need to eat and their right. body function properly. Well, and that's why kids learn
0: languages very well when they're young and things exactly. like that.
1: Exactly. So the brain is imprinting. It's on, in theta. Theta is like REM sleep. That's when you're dreaming. Okay. So you're sleeping, you go from, from theta to Delta to theta to Delta all night long.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so with, with hypnosis, we're get we're going into, uh, basically into alpha and mm-hmm. some people will float into very deep alpha and even into theta, which would be considered somnambulistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when, um, you know some people will do like the people who go on stage and do they instantly close their eyes and they're out those are highly at right. the top of people who want mm-hmm. to perform and they are they drop into that somnambulistic state very quickly mm-hmm. most people are alert they hear everything uh i have them play along with me and i've forgotten the question that you asked me how how can it work with remembering? Oh, remembering names, remembering names. <laughs> remembered okay but um how it how it works is I, I went back to early because a lot of our programming comes from our parents right mm-hmm. so remembering names since most people struggle with remembering names I remember going to church with my family
2: mm-hmm. and
1: my mother seeing somebody and not being able to remember, remember the names and and getting in the car and my mom's like asking my dad, what was that person's name? I'm horrible with names. I Mm -hmm. know the faces, but I can't remember the names. Right. My programming early on was that. Right. And you went, oh, that's normal. That's normal. That's what we think is normal. Mm -hmm. But the reality is we have the ability to remember names very easily, just like you remember your phone number Mm -hmm. uh, or just like you remember anything else. So it it is a matter of practice. It's not an you know one time and, and done learn. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we have to do it over and over again, but after you get to know that person, you remember their name automatically because you connect what you know about them with their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, how many numbers do you look at and remember instantaneously? We right. put a lot of pressure on ourselves for that, but we can remember them more quickly by associating something in our mind with what they look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, associating what they do, associating to to uh, something interesting or somebody else that you've known with that name. So there are ways that you can actually improve your memory and also your self talk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I always grew up. I, I mean, I did a lot of stuff. I was one of those kids that did music and art and all these different things, and and I always said I can't memorize things. I'm not mm-hmm. good at that I don't. Mm-hmm memory. I have to tell you something. At 60 years old, I have an incredible memory, incredible Mm -hmm. memory. And it's because of hypnosis. Just by doing hypnosis all of these years and by hypnotizing people, my memory has improved. Mm -hmm. So You've
0: you've turned those brain cells on Yes, is maybe the the easiest way to put that.
1: But I also have the the connections. Each brain cell has a thousand to 10,000 connections to other brain cells. And Mm -hmm. what I've I've trained them to have a belief system that I have an incredible memory. Right. And, and it's amazing. I will see somebody's name, not really quite remember who they are, because when people leave, you know, I've written my notes down and this is the trick for me. If I write something down, I remember it. And then mm-hmm. I put it in a file when they walk in the door, we talk for a couple of seconds. I'm like, I remember everything we've talked about, even if they came to me three, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I still remember what we did. And I'll ask them about family members. I'll, and they're like, how in the world do you remember that? And what do I say? I have a great memory. Right. My self-talk supports what I've created. Mm-hmm. It's a great memory. So it's the same with remembering names.
0: Right. Well, and the whole self-talk thing and, and learning early, uh, you know, it, it was funny. I was uh, in a store the other day, and there was this cute little girl there. And, and I, you know, oh, my gosh, aren't you cute, aren't you sweet? And then I thought, wait a minute. And so then the next words out of my mouth are, and I bet you're really smart. Good for you. And because, and you know, there wasn't anything wrong, obviously with being cute and sweet, but we kind of skip those things sometimes. And, and so it's almost like, well, if I'm, if I've not been told I'm smart, then maybe I'm not smart. Okay. Um, you know, and, and so I've really tried to make conscious efforts of, of doing things like that. Not just saying, you know, Hey, you know, that's, that's, you know, trying to, to add all of those things in there. But I think, especially as you know little girls were taught, and you know our generation in especially i mean you know the the millennials and and people like that the 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 women are are have been brought up differently, but we weren't brought up to be business people um you know and and it wasn't that there was anything wrong with it, but there was kind of that implication um you know the the, the now you want to go to school to study what? Exactly. You know, and and that that dramatic pause, and there might have been a crinkling nose, you know, and, and all of those things, and so then we automatically assume there's something wrong with that, exactly. um, you know, and and many people had counselors, had parents, you know, who who said no, you are going to be, you know, do whatever that is, um, you know, and and all of those things, but yeah, it's it's amazing how you get that tiny little nugget in there subconsciously, and then you know, unfortunately, we do have the situations where. You know, you've been told you're stupid. You can't do it. All of those various things, and then those really
1: get stuck. Oh, they do. They do. And it's funny. Again, I'll go back to, to business on this because, um, you know, I have businessmen who come in here and take their their uh, sport jacket off or their mm-hmm. business jacket off and loosen up their tie, and we start talking and the stuff that happened to them when they were kids. And these mm-hmm. are adults, like you know, and right. they're fifties and sixties, yeah, CEOs of companies, you know, CEOs of companies and the things that happened to them when they were kids, the bullying they went through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of the, th- the shyness, some of these people you would never ever imagine are the most shy people in the world you could ever meet in public. You would think, you know, they're, they're outgoing, they're mm-hmm. intelligent, they're successful, but they have such self-limiting beliefs mm-hmm. even about money. You know, right. oh, he's oh, he's filthy rich. Mm-hmm. How many times did you hear that growing right. up? That's,
0: I can never do that. Mm-hmm. I can
1: never do that. I'm not good at that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, oh, that that person's you know they're way smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I I'm I can't talk to to people who have make more money than me. Mm-hmm. Right. You I'm know, not worthy. I'm not worthy. And so, in business, to remove the barriers and to get rid of the junk that has been stored away to build a belief system that is keeping you. It's like, it's like a glass ceiling that, that is in your brain. We have Mm -hmm. to lift it to allow them to excel.
0: Well, and you know, one of the things that is, is, you know, for anybody is stress and that stress management, Um, you know, and, and in particular, especially if you are the leader of a team, a company, whatever, you, know, you have stress I don't care who it is or you know what you're doing and unfortunately it can become crippling um, you know and, and or at least hold you back from from doing various things. So how do you work with people for stress management and, and again I know you know where you have to get to the root of those things. So you know is it that you have to, that there has to be a recognition of what there is before you can deal with it? You know, how how does
1: that work? Not necessarily. Okay. Some people, when, once they understand how this works, mm-hmm. and you know they read somewhere that hypnosis works to help with anxiety or mm-hmm. with uh, or with the physical results of anxiety, like IBS.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and we'll tr- cross over a little bit here. Oftentimes, those things, the dis-ease is created. From the stress level right. of, of not only work, but we are bombarded. <laughs> if you watch the news, which, by the way, I don't. Uh,
0: <laughs> Except good stuff. You know, those, those, they get those kids out of that cave. That was cool.
1: That was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> That was awesome, but, but I, the stuff that's so negative—we are bombarded with mm-hmm. ads. Think about how many ads you get hit with. What is it like twenty-five, twenty-six hundred ads a day? Right. Mm-hmm. Think about how many images. How much stuff is coming at us all mm-hmm. the time, and and it increases. It's been increasing. I mean, in our lifetime, think about that. Mm-hmm. In our lifetime, somebody's looking for you.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: goodness!
0: Hold on. Everything's ringing. They're saying, Angela, we need help. Angela, we need your assistance. I right know. I hope you
1: can cut this out. Slide the power off. And now my phone's still receiving it. How funny! I love it. Oh.
2: Okay, it stopped. Okay, there we go. No, it didn't. Okay. No <laughs> way.
0: actually that that kind of plays into this because it is part of this we we don't turn off and that's part of why we get so stressed um you know you mentioned you know we we don't turn off the news we don't turn off our toys um our our tech things you know here in in atlanta or in in georgia we now have that hands-free law
2: and i'm so grateful
0: for that oh you know and but it was funny i did a post on facebook the other day and i said you know it's my second day or and i said hello my name is deb and i am addicted to my cell phone
2: <laughs> i think i saw that, that
0: and and i said you know my fingers are are my fingers are tingly and my eyes are twitching and you know, and i actually put my phone where i couldn't reach it um, you know because i i had to remove that temptation of the, you know, ping oh i must look i must look um but and then the funny thing was several people thought i was very serious and they felt bad for me and you know but but we do that's part of this stress is that we can't Pause. We can't let go. We can't put our stupid cell phones off where we can't
1: reach them when we're driving. Yeah, and it, I gotta tell you something. It actually it affects relationships. So we're mm-hmm. being bombarded by all this stuff, and then we're so addicted to the screen. Mm-hmm. And even even at night, people are are looking at the screen instead of talking to their right. family. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's affecting generations of kids now that are coming up that have no interpersonal skills, no mm-hmm. personal. Uh, no, no ability to communicate. Their right. emotional intelligence is like on the extreme end of the low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's incredible what's happening right now uh, in our world. So using hypnosis to be able to to step away from that and to, to um, kind of remove the garbage and mm-hmm. work what's important and what's not important and to learn how to manage stress and I know it seems weird like manage stress can I just get rid of it well no guess it no. manage no. and
0: then stress, you get stressed about the stress I mean let's just be honest
1: yeah and if you have tools to manage it number one hypnosis hypnosis helps us a byproduct by the way of hypnosis is sleeping better at night mm-hmm and and so you know people sleep better at night they feel great when they leave my office they feel empowered mm-hmm. they feel like themselves again mm-hmm. because we're working you know we're we're turning everything off i make them take, take off their turn off their smartphones take off the the uh the smartwatches and mm-hmm. turn them all off and put them to the side and so, so for just a minute no one wants them nobody needs anything from them and we can just be in the moment. Right. And, and
0: 10 years now, ago, we survived perfectly fine without all of these gizmos.
1: We did. We did. But, you know, I'm the same. I, I'm, if, if I get a text, I have a tendency to look. If the mm-hmm. phone rings, you know, I, I want to see if it's somebody that I know. I'm like a lot of people. My business phone is forwarded and rings through my, I have a Google phone. So it mm-hmm. rings through my cell phone. So my cell phone is my office.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So
1: at night, I have to turn my office off. hmm so that I'm not going, oh, is that a client? Right. I'm like, Wait a minute. It's after hours. Mm-hmm. Right. I can so, call back tomorrow.
0: And, and so I'm assuming that a big part of hypnosis is, is you know, kind of weeding out all of that and showing people it, it's okay. You know, you, you can turn your phone off. You can leave it in the other room. You can, yes. you know, you don't have to be checking your email all the time. Hello, you can go on vacation.
1: Yes. You can go on vacation when you go in the door in the evening. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have a job where you're you're working international business where you kind of have to be on and have to be available because they're in a different time zone, mm-hmm. or if your boss is in a different time zone for a period of time. Yes, there are times where you may have to be available, but right. it's not every day, all day, all night. Mm-hmm. Turn the darn thing off. Right. Um, also, learning how to filter.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there, there's I, I do something called a screen door, which is really fun. Uh, it's a filter for your subconscious mind to, that acts like a screen door, so all of the garbage stays out and bounces off of you mm-hmm. and become more of a sponge for positive. I use it with any any type of illness. Anybody who's going through an illness, anyone who is a uh, actually a, a caregiver of somebody going through an illness, right. have the skill set to be able to be calm and listen. To what's being said so that you can discern what's really happening and mm-hmm. make good decisions. You can't make good decisions when you're when you're stressed out. Right. You can't. And that's whether you're a caregiver, whether you're a person going through an illness, you've mm-hmm. been through a lot of stuff. So you know how upsetting it can be when you first learn something's going on with you and you're gonna have to be dealing with it and, mm-hmm. and handling it. It's upsetting. Right. And But it's the same if you've got a a client who is a jerk, or if you've got a, and everybody has one every once in a while, Mm -hmm. or a boss who's really tough, who screams and yells. You know, I've had people who come to me, they're like, I've worked with this guy for 10 years. He mentored me in business and and I'm becoming him. Eek. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He rules by the fist. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you got to, let's take a step back. Let's create role model for you. So we're role modeling somebody different because the old boss is going, there's going to be a new boss and she's so stressed out because it's not her normal to mm-hmm. be that. And so, right. you know, and, but she loves her job. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so I work with all kinds of different business people mm-hmm. to handle the stress and anxiety, to give them the tools that they need to be able to make good decisions, to be able to remain calm in the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to be able to, uh, if they're in sales, to sell more. Right. Uh, it, all kinds of different things. So if you think about all, speaking in public. hmm You know, I, honestly, before I was hypnotized to speak in public, after I became a hypnotist, you couldn't have put me in front of a room. And now I love being in front of the right.
2: room. Right. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you run these monthly meetings for Marietta Business Association. and And it's funny because people, I have heard them say, wow, she's so comfortable up there. And part of that's preparation, but I'm sure you know an even bigger part is
1: the, the mental state that you are in to be there. It is. And I have anchored into my mind that whenever I step in front of a microphone, I automatically breathe. Mm-hmm. Breathing is so important. There's so many little tips that I can give your listeners today, just simple things like mm-hmm. breathing. When we're nervous, when we have a an, an emotion, the emotion's going to have a physical reaction. So right. if you're nervous, you get that that shallow breathing. Mm-hmm.
2: Well,
1: our brain uses twenty plus percent of the oxygen that you breathe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It uses a lot. It's actually a huge energy hog. It uses about the same of it's between twenty and twenty five percent, and I forget which one it is. The food. It's big.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's big. It's, it's a it's a big energy hog. Mm-hmm. Um, because it uses a lot of energy. It's, right. And so if you're if you're shallow breathing, you're only breathing into the upper lobes of your lung, you're not getting enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. And you can't think. You can't think when that happens. And that's when bad decisions met, are made. So that's a simple tip. Breathe. Mm-hmm. So right. I have anchored. And an anchor is a neuro-linguistic programming technique where um, when the one thing happens, another thing automatically happens. Mm-hmm. Bypassing that conscious level thinking. So I have been hypnotized that whenever I step in front of a microphone, I automatically breathe Mm -hmm. and I'm relaxed. It's comfortable for me. I like it.
0: Well, and, you know, the, the classes that teach you, I always you know, thought the one that was really stupid was imagine everyone in their underwear. I'm thinking, no, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. And, and breathing really is kind of one of those things um, that, that I have learned, uh, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, that, that they say before they're ready to do something with me medically, they'll say, now take a deep breath. I'm like, whatever. Um, because I'm not nervous to start with, so I'm not needing that. But um, but yeah, there are times, like my blood pressure, great example of that. You know, I'll be sitting there and I'll be going, dub, 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 and I'm kind of wound up talking to them and they'll take my blood pressure and it's high. And they're mm-hmm. like, and I say, give me a minute. And I just sit and I close my eyes
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I breathe deeply. and And I've been known to drop it by 20 points sure. um you know yeah. and, and they're just like wow and i said it's it's all in it, it's not all in my mind because there are you know a little bit of physical things there but um you know and and of course you know people that are their their blood pressure automatically goes up just going to the doctor um you know all of these various things and some of that you, it really can be you just stop and you breathe and and part of it because if you're focusing on that then your brain stops for a minute, also. Exactly.
1: And you know what's nice is what you're doing too is self-hypnosis. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice thing that you know how to do that because you're, you know that if you close your eyes and focus on the in-breath and the out-breath, that your body will automatically respond the way that you want it to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had people who really struggle. And actually, I, I had a bad experience early on with giving blood. I have the veins rolled and collapsed. Oh, eek. Mm-hmm lovely things. And so I had a very bad experience with that. So I got hypnotized that if I have to give blood for whatever reason, I close my eyes and I breathe and I imagine Mm -hmm. uh, veins are like a river. Right. Right that everything is flowing like a, the smooth flow of a river, and boy, do they open right up. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, and part of the closing your eyes thing is so that you're not seeing them. You know, if they're kind of making a face that, oh, this is a little bit difficult or, or a little more complicated or whatever, then your your mind goes, uh-oh, uh-oh, danger, danger.
1: Exactly. And those are, and what's really interesting, and and we, I think I touched on mirror neurons, it's like we have very specialized neurons. And some of those neurons are mirror neurons. Hmm. And they don't know the difference in watching somebody else right. and you being that person. Mm-hmm. And I can give you an example that is, it kind of blows most people away when I tell the story. But back when I was about 25 years old, I was divorced. I'd gone through my two years of therapy and, and I thought everything was great. I met a great guy and we were dating and, and his family owned a car dealership and they had won a trip to Steamboat Springs to ski. Snow ski. Now, I'm a Southern girl.
0: Uh-huh. And you're and, thinking snow?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Southern girl. The only time I'd ever snow skied and I put quote marks around that was in North Carolina and it was on ice and mm-hmm. it was awful. It was the worst experience of my life. I was a lifeguard. I was a water skier. Put me on a slalom ski and I could go. Mm-hmm. But this terrified me to put two pieces of wood on my feet and hurl myself down a mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. So back then, and this is again showing my age, but back then I rented a VCR player and I rented an instructional video on how to ski. And every night, now I did this because I had seen something in college uh, where they were talking about Olympic athletes and how uh, you could actually put an EEG on an athlete doing a performance running. Mm -hmm doing hurdles, that sort of thing. They did it in a controlled environment where they could actually do the activity Mm -hmm. and then sit in a chair and imagine it in the same areas of your brain lit up. So I remembered that, that was like, that's really cool. So I rented this and for two months prior to going, I watched it every single night and Mm -hmm. I did what's called theater of the mind. I didn't know that's what it was. It's an Mm -hmm. ill technique, but I did it right when I was falling asleep, which was perfect because it also combined with hypnosis I would imagine myself doing what those people did. I watched it. I listened to it. I followed everything. I watched every nuance and I imagined myself being there. And then I would lie in bed and do that every single night. Mm-hmm. And I got out there and I told my boyfriend at the time, I'm like, you're a black diamond skier. You go do your thing. I'm going to go play on the bunny slope. Right. For
2: mm-hmm.
1: Lunch. So, and you're, you're a Colorado girl, so you, you probably are laughing at me.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I can't ski. I, okay, I don't okay. ski. So because I was an adult when I tried to ski. And same thing. I went, oh, no, no, danger, danger.
1: Danger, danger. Well, mm-hmm. I got out there and I did the little cable up and I got my ski legs really fast. And after lunch, I said, I'm going to go up to the intermediate slope. Mm-hmm. And I got my, my pass to go up there and, and uh, I got I got to the, to the lift. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Bigger than you thought it was going to be, right? Well, how in the world do you get on it? Uh-huh. How do you stay on it when mm-hmm. you're way up high in the sky? And how in the world do you get off of it? I finally figured out how to get on it. I was terrified going up, and there was no way I was jumping off. Right. So I, I rode all the way back down.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: But I could ski once I got up there and got off. Somebody uh-huh. helped me get off, and of course we both crashed. But um, but I once I got back on my feet and the skis back on, I actually could control my feet, my speed, and I. Mm-hmm. Could ski. That's remarkable to me. My, I knew that I did not know how to ski,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I used the power of my own subconscious mind, unknowing what I was doing, but I right. used this process that I use with people. So whatever it is that you want to do, we can use those mirror neurons. Mm -hmm. I'll pull up if somebody, a kid comes to me who's, um, and a lot of parents bring me their kids because they know that I work with children. Mm-hmm. And a kid comes to me and says, well, I'm, I can't do the back handspring tuck anymore because mm-hmm. I, I just have a mental block. They right. that and that more
0: happens. than likely, they either fell or they saw somebody
1: else fall. Exactly. exactly. And so what we do is re- we remove the mental block. And we also, I pull up a, I'll have them tell me, show me what it is that you want to do and how you want to do it. Find one here on my phone right now. Oh, okay. If you use my phone, I use Google. Google's my best friend. Mm-hmm. So I Google it. I have them pull it up on YouTube and then I'll have them watch it. And then we use that during hypnosis. Their brain doesn't know the difference. Right. And it saw it successfully done. Exactly. And then I have them actually imagine that it's them and then I have them step into it and do it in their brain and they do it in their brain and then very quickly they're back out there doing it Mm -hmm. and cheer competitive cheer or whether it's in whatever tumbling gymnastics Mm -hmm. name it they're able to do it so it's it's remarkable how the brain has these mirror neurons and and they don't know the difference so imagination is more powerful than knowledge Mm -hmm. so that's an incredible thing when you think
2: about it
0: Well, and we see that happen all the time. You know, we we see somebody get hit. You know, somebody smacks somebody on TV, you know, whatever. You cringe, right? You know, or whatever it is you kind of feel that. And, and you know, there are people that, that feel that more. I mean, there there are empaths who really, really feel that, um, you know, and, and, but yeah, you know, I, I always love it, you know, like if, if you know, the, the commercials where, you know, you, something happens and, and the, the gentlemen all cross their legs. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, they all know what that pain would be like. Yeah. And yeah, and their brain goes, <laughs> oh, ow. You know, and they yeah. just like, oh, oh, yeah. But we do, we, we, whether it's that we, you know, we pull ourselves in tighter, we turn away, whatever it is, Whatever we saw happen, our brain goes danger, danger. Exactly, exactly. and that
1: and that's the mirror neurons. Are, right. Whoa, wait, hold on, is that mm-hmm. me?
0: Right. <laughs> well, and that's why I'm I'm kind of guessing. It's also so important to be around positives. Um, you know, I I talk about the fact that. Uh, especially after being sick i've really tried to remove a lot of the toxic people from my life yes. and you know and, and be around positive people go out and sit and enjoy the the sunshine you know all these various things and but it, it is true you know we we the, there's and i forget there's a study somewhere or something that said you know we're kind of the sum of five people we spend the most time with yes. and so if we're spending time with these people who are oh the world is is horrible the sky is falling Or maybe that's all we're reading on Facebook, you know, all these. Then that starts sticking in our brains also. Um, You know, before you and I did the program, we were talking about the fact that we don't really watch the news because it is so negative, Um, you know, and and that just kind of starts sucking in there. But when you watch something positive, we did mention this during the program. See, we've just been talking so long; I don't even remember. When there's something positive that happens, it's like, wow, you know, that that's great. And and that's one of the things that I always tell people: you know, remove yourself from those negatives, um, yes. you know, because you you are going to suck that up.
1: It will, and we do, and it's automatic. Mm-hmm. So right. it's you know, we can. There are things that we can do um, that that allow us to disassociate a little bit from mm-hmm. the like unfollowing people who are extremely negative Mm -hmm. on your social media you don't have to unfriend them you can just unfollow them so that they don't show up on your social media Mm -hmm. all the time i followed a lot of people after the election we touched on the election stuff Mm -hmm. i really you know i stay out of that stuff and and no one can drag me into a a political discussion i've always been that way right yeah we
0: were brought up you don't talk money politics or religion right
1: Exactly. Exactly. White <laughs> society. We and, You know, a lot of this is just people aren't living in the polite society. Right. Anymore. Mm-hmm. No longer polite. And, and that's a very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just refuse. I've got a, a cousin who's very, very uh, political. And mm-hmm. she's very outspoken and very opinionated. And I just tell her when we have Thanksgiving, no politics. Mm-hmm. Right. I love you. You're my cousin. I love mm-hmm. you to be. I've loved you my whole life. I will always love you, but no politics, mm-hmm.
0: right? You know, and, and or you know, say it's you know, the, the business associate who you know the sky is falling. You know, all of these various things. <clears throat> you can't always not deal with them, but you can limit your time with them. Um, you can recognize that you know, okay, maybe I've been here a little bit too long because I'm starting to get a little cranky, you know, or, or whatever it is, and then remove yourself from that situation.
1: Absolutely. And you know, what's really cool is if you think about your emotions, your emotions are a barometer for what's going on in your brain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you're uncomfortable and you're getting a little cranky, that's an indicator to you. Hmm, maybe I need to change the subject. Maybe I need to uh, end this meeting and, and go back to my desk or walk outside for a few minutes mm-hmm. and breathe some fresh
0: air. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And, and and remove that. You know, I remember on September eleventh, um, you know, of course the news coverage was horrendous and nonstop. And I just you know, my brain needed a break. And so I sat and I watched I Love Lucy reruns.
2: Good for you.
0: And that was perfect. My little brain went And, you know, and and then it was, you know, and then of course, unfortunately the world, you know, was still there, but for a little bit, my brain had a break. Um, And, you know, and and that comes back to what we were saying earlier about hypnosis is it's giving your brain that, that break, you know, to, to, to calm itself, to sort through all of those various issues, you know, whatever it is, and then figure out how to deal with them.
1: Right. And, and honestly, you know, it can be, something like nightmares that we can get rid of in a in one session.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, things that are that are really overpowering and that take over your mind. You know, we're able to to use the power of the the hypnosis to allow the person to get rid of things and to reframe things in the subconscious mind and give them new programming. Our brains are neuroplastic. What that means is that with the billions of cells that you have, all of those cells. Well, and you think about somebody who has a stroke. If they catch them quick enough, they're able to reroute some. Right. They can it.
0: retrain and.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, and and it's literally the neuroplasticity that's there until we croak. So we have neuroplasticity that is with us, you know that that allows us to learn new things, and that means we can unlearn new things too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The nice thing too is that it can be almost instantaneous, because you know think about a phobia. Um, there's a, it's a very quickly learned fear, right? It, you know, there's a fear that boom, it pops in, something happens. You have an instant flow phobia. And the really cool thing is, is your brain can also learn a new response to an old situation very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's lightning fast, right? And it can change using that neuroplasticity. Mm hmm.
0: Well, and our brains are so powerful. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm a huge you know, science fiction fan. And, and you know, the, yeah. it, the, like Star Trek is always pointing out that, you know, the human brain is better than any computer. Yes. When we get it going in the right direction. <laughs> um you know and and but and and they're oh, so wow, true malware. you know it's mm-hmm. interesting
1: right I, yeah i use i use malware viruses uh old software especially if somebody's very computer savvy mm-hmm. right that, they they grasp those concepts yeah and that's the metaphor that i'll use mm-hmm. for the brain to go oh you mean i can get rid of the malware cool mm-hmm. you know so yeah go ahead i apologize you right. just,
0: oh no you know it it is it's it's true you know we we our brains are so powerful But they do get kind of thrown on occasion for for things. And and I mentioned it earlier, you know, I have had a whole bunch of anesthesia, whole bunch, whole bunch, whole bunch. Um, And each time now, okay, you see, I wonder if part of this is that I just haven't told myself this. Each time it seems to be worse. And, you know, and, and granted, I am killing off brain cells. I mean, you know, that's, that is kind of what anesthesia does to you. But, I, and, I, and I tell people, well, you know, I can't remember that because of the anesthesia. I refuse to admit that it's just because I'm getting old.
2: Oh, but oh, I know, see, yeah. see, there's a the
0: thing. And yeah. and so how do I get past that and go, okay, yes, we've killed brain cells, but let's route around them. You know, what, so what do I need to do? And and obviously, what I need to do, I, and you know, I really need to do this, and I will do this. I, I will make an appointment, um, you know, because I, I see the benefits of this. But how can I route my brain back into the the way it used to be?
1: We can't go backwards. Okay, so that's one thing your brain. Okay. Do. So when somebody says, "I want to be," I want to be twenty again. Yeah, I want to be twenty again. We can't do that. Uh, but what we can do is we can retrain your brain that mm-hmm. you are. Strong, that you are healthy, mm-hmm. that your brain functions properly, that all of your organs and glands function properly, that your body is a self healing mechanism, mm-hmm. and change your self talk that, oh, I have a great memory. I remember everything. My brain is so neuroplastic that I can shift and, and grow new memories and create new memories and learn new things every single day. And you mm-hmm. do. Right. You about it, you're still learning. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not. And we that,
0: use such a minute portion of our brains.
1: Well, we use the conscious level thought process, and that's kind of where that came from. The twelve percent, I think, mm-hmm. I all it. Most people use only the ten percent of their brain. That was a man who knew how to use hypnosis. Right, uh, he was a hypnosis junkie, basically, because he would take himself into those fifteen to twenty, maybe thirty-minute cat naps, mm-hmm. where he instructed his subconscious mind of what he wanted to do. Right, so that that was him using his whole brain. Mm-hmm do actually use a lot of our brain, it's just different parts do different things. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of a myth uh, that we don't use much of our brains. The cool thing is, is that new connections can be made every single day. Mm -hmm. And so anything that you feel that's, that's lost, you can create workarounds. And, and, you know, when I went through my marriage, it was very interesting because for some reason, the trauma that I went through in that marriage caused me to forget stuff from high school and college which hmm. was pretty strange mm-hmm. uh, I don't even I've never gone through a memory recovery process but mm-hmm. I've had friends go oh my gosh you were there blah 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 and I'm like no I wasn't there
0: I know like oh don't see and I hate that that happens to me too I'm like really I um uh, hmm, okay
1: yeah, it's a <laughs> range of shuffles old memories that have very little purpose in use. Mm-hmm.
2: and use it,
1: it's like it's like what I ate for dinner last Tuesday night I have absolutely no idea mm-hmm. so Subconscious mind sometimes will get rid of things that we haven't used in a long time. Uh, You know, things that just aren't really that important to make room for new memories, new learnings, Mm -hmm. all different stuff. So, uh, and this is new science. It's in in uh, I think the studies in rats right now are showing that every night the brain actually loses a little bit of weight. Hmm. (laughs) I know that seems odd, but it's like connections, that, that things that aren't important are disconnected. And, and eventually that science will will trend over into humans and we'll mm-hmm. learn kind of what's happening. But, you know, each connection that happens, you know, is, is a new little, um, a tenuous little connection, like something that we learn, like when we learn somebody's name, I'm going to mm-hmm. roll back to that. Right. Get somebody's name the first time and we're making the connection in our brain. It's a tenuous connection. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, um, a really skinny cord like to your iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the big fat cords that you see, like the, the high voltage cords that are really nice and fat, mm-hmm. those are long-term memories, things that are like you use them all the time. They're okay. driving a car, right? Uh, like walking. Those those are connections that are, are bigger. They're thicker. Mm-hmm. So the, the tenuous ones sometimes will just let go. Right. And, well, if it's not important to you, I don't remember everybody's name that I meet. You know, the people that I meet consistently, I get to know them and, mm-hmm. I, and I start to know their name. Um, but, but with hypnosis, you know, we're, what we're doing is we're creating new memories and we're creating uh, a way for you to maintain that thought process and that belief system so that it becomes a new belief system that your subconscious mind then protects. Right. You, want, you want that self-preservation to protect the good stuff that you're putting in there. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, And it is sometimes kind of, it, it becomes that habit. Um, yes. You know, I remember many years ago, and it was funny, I talked about this with another one of my guests. Um, I went to a Mary Kay thing, and, and, and the, the whole philosophy was, if you did something for 21 days in a row, it became a habit. You know, and, and then it just, it it imprinted in your little brain and, you know, and, and it was like, okay, whatever. Um, you know, and, and, but, but that, you know, there is some, you know, thought process to that, that, you know, if you do it repetitively enough, it does become that habit. And, and unfortunately we, you know, that's, we have those bad habits. That's why we, we smoke, we are overweight, all of those various things.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because there was a study done by uh, New College London that was on habits, and there was a very large sample of people that it was done with, and the average time to create a new habit was 66 days. That's without hypnosis. Now, with hypnosis and with consistently listening to an MP3 at night as you fall asleep, Mm -hmm. uh, with consistency in 21 days, you really can change a habit. Right. Well, you got to you've got to get to the subconscious part of your mind. Mm-hmm. Consciously, if you're changing the habit, drinking new water, drinking more water, I think was 15 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercising consistently was 200 and some days, after 254 days. Well, that's
0: so- why I have a problem with that. Okay, I'm just
1: saying it takes longer <laughs> to get consistent right. with that mm-hmm. and to make that a habit pattern. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you're just doing it on conscious level, if right. you're doing it subconsciously, we can really help with that to speed it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, good golly. You know, this This really is very, um, it, it's very interesting to me. I can't wait till we can, you know, discuss this further. I'm assuming that, you know, unlike many of my guests who can work virtually, you really do kind of need to be in the same room with somebody?
1: That is untrue. I've worked Okay,
0: see, good thing I asked.
1: Yeah, I've worked with, uh, the furthest way has been England. Okay. Uh, we did it with, with FaceTime. I've worked with Skype, FaceTime, uh, just on the phone, works just okay. as well. I have a lot of athletes. I have a little girl who's an athlete in a college. She's an incredible softball player and on mm-hmm. on a scholarship, and she's in Alabama. Perfect. And, and so, yeah, and I've got clients in New Jersey. I've got clients all over the place. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: it works just as well. I mean, you're closing your eyes. I, you
0: know, right. Yeah. Yeah. know you just not yeah. driving.
1: No driving. <laughs> no driving. No driving. No. <laughs> but I have I have hypnotized people sitting in their car. Mm-hmm. in the parking lot with the air conditioner going. Right,
0: right. Because maybe they're getting ready to go, say, do a public speaking thing or or whatever.
1: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or they have a moment where they can step out of their office and they are mm-hmm. in Kalamazoo and, you know, they want to have their hypnosis session.
0: Right. It, and and sometimes they absolutely have to get out of the office. That's part of that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, yes, I work virtually as well.
0: Okay. Well, you know, you mentioned your credentials at the, the start of the program, and, and I do want to emphasize to people, if you're not able to go to Angela, and this is something that you're considering, please make sure that someone is credentialed, that they have been properly trained. But how do they find you, and how do they connect with you?
1: Well, I have a website, rightpathhypnosis.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-P-A-T-H-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S dot com. Because we're going on the right path. Exactly, and uh, and it's so interesting that name came to me, and I thought, you know what, that that's really what I feel like I'm on. Mm-hmm. And everybody's right path is different. Right. For them. So for me, being my right path is being a hypnotherapist. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. And you know, I've I've chosen to be very mainstream uh, with my practice to work with people to change things that are meaningful in their lives. Mm-hmm. I, I stay away from the other things like the past life regression and. all. Mm-hmm. Other things that a lot of people like, "Oh gosh, hypnosis, woo-woo. Uh, so I've made a real point of being you know that mainstream kid. right. Well,
0: uh, and yeah. that's why you can work with business professionals on stress management, public yeah. speaking, all of those various things that let's be honest, we almost all struggle with on occasion. and it's it's exactly what you said one little thing will like trip us up, and Absolutely. then it's like, oh you know, I used to be a great public speaker, and now I'm not. what the heck, you know, or whatever it
1: is. Right, exactly exactly so i don't know if you with your radio show you have links that people can get uh uh-huh. sure it works mm-hmm. okay um, so i we can do the link to the website perfect. Uh, my, my telephone number is 678-744-9213 mm-hmm. uh, and you can call and i think you can do text with that as well perfect if somebody calls i can give them my cell phone number because i do text great uh, also, I will send anyone who would like, uh, or I can actually give you the link for it. Uh, it's in a Dropbox, and it's just called Basic Relaxation, just oh. as a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, and please, everyone, this is something that you listen to with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. If you're a passenger it helps a car, you focus. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a passenger in a car, put your earbuds in because you really don't want the driver listening. <laughs> you don't want them to relax too much. Mm-hmm. Right, but it, it really does help... Train your brain just to relax your mm-hmm. body, and we all need that. So, basic relaxation is just something you can listen to uh, if if you just need a break and you want to close mm-hmm. your office office door and and put your feet up for a minute and listen to something with your eyes closed and really de-stress. So, I will give that as a gift to perfect. your listeners. Okay, great,
0: great. Well, we will put it in the link to the show notes. So perfect. Thank you.
1: Fantastic. Well,
0: this has been fun. It has been fun. You know, and and at some point I'll have you on again and we can give an update. That's how we'll do it. Um, So I've been having a great time talking with Angela Ockletree of WritePathHypnosis.com. And until next time, everyone have a great day.
2: Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for
1: more real life stories and techniques to power up your business.